Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brewers Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a terrific day today, and got a big special that I put on the front page for all of y'all to check out. A few months back, the formula that actually Sharon, my mom, was really excited about because she had been taking and working with it was the hyaluronic acid. And that formula is designed very well for the joints and for the skin and collagen. And uh, she was really excited about it. And we rolled it out and released it. And we got good results from it. And I was talking to the guys at the office yesterday. And we were putting a kit together for everybody because a lot of people I've been talking to are starting to really exercise more. And all of us are trying to keep our joints in best shape as possible. So we put together a super sale for you guys yesterday. The joint rebuilding and joint relief, as you guys know, those are a staple supplement stack. I mean, those work fantastic. The joint relief helps out with inflammation and pain management. Joint rebuilding actually helps to rebuild the soft tissue. Well, what we did was we put those two together on sale and for a very, very limited time, while basically I have the inventory to handle it, we're giving away the hyaluronic acid completely for free in this kit. That is a $50 bottle. This stuff's expensive and it's absorbable. It's orally absorbed hyaluronic acid, which is not cheap to make, nor is it cheap to get. So I want to give everybody a first heads up on that. It's on the front page right now. I don't know how long the sale is going to be up. Probably won't be very long. But for any of y'all that are exercise and fitness and you're wanting to main- maintain overall health of those joints, I highly encourage you to check out this product and this kit that's going to be, like I said, on sale for a very short time. But I just kind of wanted to do that and promote it. And it was something that mom always loved, that product. And so this is something that just I want to throw on the front page for everybody. So be sure to check that out on the front page of the website. It's under the title, The Advanced Joint Therapeutic Kit. And uh, it's basically buying the joint rebuilding and joint relief on sale already. It's like another 5% off right there. And uh, then we're throwing the hyaluronic acid completely for free in that kit for a limited time. So it comes out of like $99 for the entire kit, which is a great deal. So be sure to check it out on the website at healthmasters.com. Also, too, I saw an article somebody sent me this morning from the Washington Post, and I've seen like two or three different mainstream articles referring to this now. The title of the one that they sent me from the Washington Post was, we are in trouble. Study raises alarm about the impacts of long COVID. Now, you've heard this term before, and there's no doubt about it. Some people that basically get infected from the virus can have a longer time trying to clear it out of their system and recover. I've had numerous people that I've talked to that you know weren't even vaccinated, and they just you know took longer than normal to recover from a virus. What they're saying now is that people are basically having long-term, like pretty much in perpetuity now, symptoms from COVID. Well, what they're not bothering to tell everybody is in all these studies that they're looking at now, everybody that got vaccinated is getting long COVID and they're blaming it and it's saying the term long COVID and it's not long COVID at all. It's a cover for the side effects of the shot. What's interesting about it is this long COVID that they're now referring to along with SADS the sudden adult death syndrome is now becoming this normal occurrence. And the general symptoms for long COVID are tiredness and fatigue in daily life, symptoms to get worse, fever, chest pains, difficulty breathing, pericarditis, fasting, a fast beating or pounding heart, heart palpitations, headaches, difficulty thinking, dizziness, 
depression or anxiety, diarrhea, stomach pain, joint and muscle pain, rash, and change in menstrual cycles. Now, does anybody else at any point in time actually believe you're catching an upper respiratory virus and now suddenly these symptoms are going to be something that you have to deal with for the rest of your life? No, the answer is completely and totally no. This is not long COVID. This is not people recovering from COVID and they can't clear it. This is symptoms from the shot, and they're using every single trick in the book to try to make people believe that it's anything other than the shot. I mean, we are now hearing the term SADS pop up all over the place now. I mean, numerous articles I've heard have been brought up. Apparently, Someplace, it's like the number one cause of death. Unexplained sudden adult death syndrome. You just randomly die and can't figure out why. Really? No. And then to top it off, like a, like a train wreck that you can't stop watching now, the FDA and their infinite insanity that they just constantly love to just do anything they want apparently now, for immediate release October 12, 2022, this was yesterday, the U.S. FDA administration amended the emergency use authorization of the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine and Pfizer biotech bivalent vaccine. The biotech Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine bivalent is authorized for administration at least two months following completion of primary booster vaccination in children down to five years of age. They just approved the shot, the bivalent shot, to be used on children five years old and up. Guys, it just got the emergency use six months ago on August 30th for adults. It hasn't even been tested on people. It got tested on eight mice. Now suddenly it's totally okay to inject five-year-olds with this? Now just from the VAERS reporting that's like two weeks behind, there's only like four weeks of VAERS reporting from the bivalent shot. There's already been 2,168 cases on VAERS from the bivalent shot, including 19 deaths, 27 permanent disabilities, 184 ER visits, 73 hospitalizations, 26 life-threatening events. That's in four weeks from the VAERS report, which is, like I said, about 1% of what's happening. And I talked to Steve yesterday, and I kind of had this question as well, because when does the emergency use boondockle stop, guys? Why is nobody talking about this? There is no emergency. There is no COVID flying around killing everybody. There is no emergency. But these shots keep getting emergency use. What's the emergency? What possibly can you justify saying we're going to take a shot that it's never even been tested on human subjects. We tested it on eight mice, and it's such a dire emergency, we are now going to roll it out and approve it to inject every single child five and older in the United States. There's none. This is so criminal, it's mind-boggling to me. And yet, nobody's wanting to bring this up. Where's the limit on this emergency use? Why is nobody in Congress trying to put some restraints on the FDA? Why is the FDA just all of a sudden now, they can suddenly just do anything they want and rubber stamp anything they want. As long as they put an emergency in front of the name, it's good to go. But I think it's really time that, I mean, we start really evaluating who are who's actually going to be fighting for we the people. And this, is, this election is going to be a big deal in the next couple of weeks. And, I mean, this is something that's get brought up. And I, I, just kinda, I saw it today and just, it boggled my mind. I thought – 
you just emergency use authorization a shot that never was tested on human beings period for five-year-olds where's the emergency again nobody can answer that question it's just like the fda has gone completely rogue they're operating like the cia does now they just you know admit nothing deny everything make counter accusations we don't know I have I can I can never, I can what the hell is say I can neither confirm for I can neither confirm nor deny. It's like how they're acting now. Oh, mercy use, mercy use. It's like anything Pfizer hands and they rubber stamp it right now. Guys, it's time we keep talking about this and get it out there and we start talking about it even louder because this is absolutely insanity what they're continuing to do right now and there has to be some type of restrictions put on the FDA Dad. What do you think? Well, the FDA is bought and paid for by Big Pharma. Often, yeah. people who go who work for the FDA, they leave their positions with the FDA and they go work for Big Pharma. This is exactly what happened with uh, aspartame back in the '80s, and that's how they get stuff basically approved. Back when 60 Minutes used to try to tell the truth, <laughs> they don't do that at all anymore. Uh, they had a show that was called the Revolving Door Policy of the Food and Drug Administration on aspartame, and they actually did a whole expose on it. Of course, they got slammed for it because, you know, Monsanto and, and Bayer and all the rest of the people that are involved in the production of aspartame and all the different chemicals like glyphosate, they don't want you talking about them. I mean, I remember years ago, I was on a show. It was called Ion. It was, not, it was, it was, a, it was a Kathy Fountain show. And I, it was another show called Ion Tampa Bay. I'd done that on the same station about the same time. And I remember when we went into the show. Uh, we did a whole show on the top 10 foods never to eat. And I covered, you know, the list that I've covered with you guys multiple times. And then I also included aspartame in that list. Well, about six, and they had a 37% market share of the Tampa Bay County. I think there were 17 counties that they were in a viewing area. And we picked up a 37% market share on that show, which, which is huge, by the way. It's a huge, huge number. And they said the only other time they'd ever got anywhere near that number is when they went to the nudist colony. I kid you not. That's what they told me. And what was funny about that is that six months later, they want to come back on the show again. And six months later, they basically told me that I could not mention aspartame again or diet sodas again ever because they've been contacted you know, by diet sodas. And I've been told if they do it again, they're going to pull their sponsorship. And so that's how I was censored. And then just a few years later, that same show had a group of people called the investigators, and they decided to do a show on bovine growth hormone. And the, the producers pulled that show for it ever aired. And the people ended up getting terminated over that and filed a wrongful dismissal lawsuit and everything else. It's just the whole big mess. You guys have to read it and get all the details yourself. And it was a mess. But that's the power often when these people come in and they start throwing all this money around with advertising dollars. That's why I talked about it this week already about how the Ted and Austin Brower show, we don't take all advertising dollars. We just don't do it. And so therefore we end up in a situation where if we say something and, you know, it's offensive – the advertiser can't come. We're going to drop your, you know, advertising dollar now because you, you said so much that you can't say that again. We don't do that, and so we need to understand it. It's really, really important that we have to maintain that type of independence as an independent broadcasting show. And that's why I want to thank you guys again for supporting Health Masters. I mean, I'm getting I'm getting so many letters from you guys. I really love talking to you. And a lot of times I'll send you a long email back. Sometimes you just give me an update, and I'll send you a thumbs up. But uh, I want to thank you again for doing that. It's ask Dr. Ted. B at yahoo.com. That's A S K D R T E D B at yahoo.com. And just realize that I'm here to help you the best I possibly can. Now, a lot of people, a lot of you folks have a lot of health issues. And you'll send me this really long letter about your health issues. I ask you to call Steve at the office for that because uh, I simply don't have time to go through all of those issues with you. And he can sit there and talk to you on the telephone and try to give you nutritional things that you can do to help yourself. So just try to talk to Steve if you can with those really long questions. And he's there to help you. And like Austin said yesterday, we actually answered the telephone. 
we actually pick up the phone at the office. You're not getting some rep in China or Thailand. The other day I was trying to book a Marriott hotel, right? I've got these points that I use and I called up this rep and I was, I'm going to the Florida state game this weekend to watch him play Clemson. And uh, I was trying to get a ticket, you know, hotel in Tallahassee and the, and the person didn't speak English. And I, I tried to talk about Tallahassee, Florida. She had no idea what I was talking about. I tried to talk about, you know, Thomasville, Georgia, if I get a room there and had no idea what I was talking about. And finally I said, do you have somebody who can, you can put on the phone with me that speaks English? She goes, no, we don't. <laughs> I just started laughing. I said, she said, you can call back, try to find somebody. I just, I just said, okay, goodbye. And I hung up and called back and then the phone wouldn't go through. I thought, what a nonsense this is. So you don't get that at Health Masters. You get a live person talking to you. And now, do me a favor, though. I'm going to ask you if this is really important, guys. It means a lot to me if you listen to me on this one. If you call Steve up and you talk to him, he takes his time to help you. And he gives you a list of supplements that you need to get. Get them from Health Masters and support us. Because somebody had to pay Steve for the time that he spent with you. And if you don't do that, you go buy them somewhere else. And then you call us back and say they don't work because they're inferior products. And you're going to complain to Steve about that. We, we don't have time for that. We really don't. Now, if you call us back and you want us to tweak what you're doing and what you're getting from our office, I have no problem with that. And do me another favor. Please don't send me pictures of products that you're taking that are not my products and ask me to critique them for you. I, I just don't do that. You know, we, There's a reason we have specific products that we have at the office. There's a reason we promote specific products. Pretty much all of them have been tested by me, all, and all of them have been batch tested, and all of them have been tested for heavy metal toxicity. I mean we, we make sure the stuff we make is super pure. So that's just something we wanted. I want to share with you guys this morning, and, and just just do me a favor. Just when you talk to Steve, do it because you really want to get help with it. That's that's really important. And and if you don't, if you want to get drugs or get them from somebody else, then go talk to your pharmacist at your local drugstore, at Walmart, or wherever you need to, and find out what they suggest that you get. And that way, you could get the same type of help. It won't be probably accurate, but you can get the help as far as talking to somebody, and then uh, you can talk to them about the, the dosing, et cetera, et cetera really important that I wanted to share that with you guys today. By the way, Tulsi Galbert, which I really like her, very pretty young lady, she said uh, she's now left the Democratic Party. We haven't really talked about that, and I figured she would because she's getting more and more conservative. She basically left the Democratic Party, and she says, I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that is now under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers, that would be the Luciferian cabalist, you know, Sassane group, driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing and radicalizing every issue and stoke anti-white racism. They actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms and are hostile to people of faith and spirituality. They demonize the police and protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding citizens. They believe in open borders. They weaponize the national security state to go after political opponents and, above all, dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. She called on other common-sense, independent-minded Democrats to join her in leaving the Democratic Party. Now, she had been She's no longer a member of the Council on Foreign Relations and reported to have been part of the World Economic Forum, young leaders. But however, in, 19, in 2022, she criticized the World Economic Forum. So again, is she for real? She, well, she's, at this point in time, everybody's scared of her because the Republicans are scared of her, the Democrats are scared of her. And so she's a pretty good independent right now as far as what she wants to do. And I, and I hope from the state, how should I say, you know, standpoint of getting more votes, et cetera, that she joins the Republican Party, though I don't see stomach these cowards in the Republican Party either. By the way, the ACC test scores have dropped to their lowest point in 30 years, and 42% of students did not meet, 42% did not meet their subject-specific requirements for college readiness. And uh, it's just crazy. I mean, what's happening in our government and what's happening to these children, what's happening to these students, the average was a 19.8 out of 36, and students failed to hit the benchmarks at a higher rate. 
the magnitude of the declines this year is particularly alarming, said the ACC CEO. Scores on the ACC college admission test have hit their lowest point ever in 30 years. The class of 2022's average ACC composite was only 19.8. So what they're telling us basically is the the educational system of the wokeness is more concerned about putting transgenders up in front of these children to flash them with their genitalia, more concerned about having the proper pronoun given to them, and less concerned about reading, writing, and arithmetic. And so this is this is ludicrous, and we talk about this stuff all the time, but I just wanted to share that with you guys because it's really important that we understand that. Uh, but by the way, um, and I hate to even bring this up again, but this Jerry Falwell thing with Liberty University and his wife Becky – uh, well, they're going to have a new made-for-TV movie documentary about them through Hulu. <laughs> you guys are going to see it. And uh, yesterday, uh, you know, I got an email from a guy that was really, really funny. I, I just really enjoyed it. I, I emailed him back, and he said he takes his hand, he puts it as low as he can, and he goes, this is what I feel about the TV evangelist. And he says he puts his other hand as high as he can because this is how, this is what I feel about the Ted and Austin Brower show. <laughs> and I started laughing. And I said to him, I said, wow, that's, that's humbling. I said that it's that bad. But when I saw this this morning, I thought, here we go, another TV evangelist with Jerry Falwell. Remember, he's got, remember his father was the one who took Jim Baker down and now, you know, for basically sexual indiscretion. And now here he is. You know, basically, you know, farming his wife out to the pool boy and videotaping it and taking pictures of all the perverted stuff they were involved in. And, and the guy said, basically, they're freaks. And he said he's going to expose them on this movie. And, uh, of course, also remember, too, this guy's being paid now to be in this movie. And uh, it's going to be interesting how much money he's going to make off of this. But, guys, so when you see this happen again, always remember what the Ted and Austin Brower show have said to you. Don't support TV evangelists with your money. Just don't do it. I, I, I'm sorry. I know you guys have a few of them that you like. I got it, but I know a whole bunch of them, and there's not one out there that I would promote to support except for Mark Rutland, and he's not a TV evangelist. He's a great guy with Global Service. I love that guy. He's like a brother to me. So he, I, su- I support Mark. I support Global Service. I have the Thai girls still in Thailand that, that I support, and I want to thank you guys for always helping me with the Thai girls, too. I really appreciate that. But the reality is, is that the vast majority of the TV evangelists just have issues. The other night I was at a Bible study, and I was – Telling the people the Bible study because I don't, I don't go to the church that sponsors the Bible study. It's a good Bible study, really nice people there. And I was saying that one of the things that I always make sure of is when I go to a church is that the books are open. And what does that mean? That means that you can examine the books, that they're public record, and you can see where the money goes that's being given to the church. I mean, I mean I'm talking about seeing everything where the money goes. And to me, if I had a nonprofit and I had a church, the books would be completely open. And now if you have if it's not a nonprofit, I mean it's that's, that's like a business. That's that's their priority stuff and that's proprietary information. And you, nobody has a right to see that. Nobody. But as far as nonprofits and people giving you money to support you, you really need to let people know where that money goes and what you're doing with it. And it's, that's really, really important. By the way, Kanye West is being completely and totally slammed now. Uh, TMZ is now saying that he told TMZ that he loved Hitler and the Nazis in 2018. And <laughs> so I told you, he, he, he said he was going death, death con two or death con three, you know, against the Jews and, and they're coming back. In fact, they actually supposedly, according to another person who basically posts information out there, that they've actually kicked him out of one of the big banks in New York because they don't want his account. And of course, you know, he has hundreds of millions of dollars there and it's probably because the bank is pretty much owned by the Jewish folks and they don't want to have him in there as an anti-Semite. So they're going to go after him full throttle now because he basically is uh, has has come in and criticized them. Which you know what what did Austin always say? 
find out who you can't criticize and then you'll know who's in charge. <laughs> By the way, former NFL tight end, this is a sad story. Tyro Davis, who starred for the Jets and the Packers, he's died at the age of 50. Now, here's the thing with this. He died of an undisclosed illness. And some people are saying that it was from the head trauma that he took, the, the traumatic brain injuries. And it could have been. It could have been. It's a real problem. But could it have also been from the COVID shot? Yeah, it could have been too. So are they trying to hide a lot of these deaths of these NFL players with the COVID shot? Maybe. I don't know. But a lot of these guys have been dying for a long, long time at a very, very young age. And, and the sad part about it is when they have this continual hitting in the head, you know, they find out many of them end up with degenerative neurological diseases for there's no cure. And the exact cause behind these premature NFL players is unknown, but repeated instances of heavy impacts on head trauma is thought to be one of the largest contributing factors. And then they called it chronic traumatic encephalopathy, CTE. This is a degenerative brain disease, and it's often cited as being the root of early deaths in the NFL players and is brought about and exacerbated by repeated hits to the head. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this, and it's very important. If you have a child – and that child is involved in martial arts or that child is involved in football or that child is involved in contact sports, um, always make sure you monitor the hits to the head. That's why this helmet-to-helmet contact now is basically being you know, banned and people are being called for spearing and they're being thrown out of the games. And I think that's good because football inherently is an extremely dangerous sport. It's an extremely violent sport. Same, same thing is with martial arts. If you're having – if you're actually – that's what, one of the things a lot of taekwondo – schools which they don't really teach true aggressive martial arts fighting in many cases but sometimes they do what ends up happening is they, they tell you there's no hits to the head and quite frankly i used to think well that's kind of silly because if you get in a street fight you know you're gonna get hit to the head well there's a difference if you get in a street fight you get hit in the head once or twice if you get into the actual street fight out of the in the real world that's different than being in a sparring match hundreds of times getting whacked in the head all the time i mean it's, it's ridiculous i remember uh, we used to have a karate sensei when Austin and Sharon were taking karate. And I remember he brought this one guy in who was a black belt out of the Marine Corps. And this guy was like full throttle, hold no bars, punched everybody to the head to the face whenever he could. And I finally called up my sensei and I said, what the heck, man? I said, what are you trying to do? I said, we don't need any traumatic brain injuries here. This is stupid. You got this guy fighting these people that are white belts and yellow belts. I said, just put him on the sideline. Let the other black belts fight this guy and leave him on the sideline and just tell him not to be busting people upside the head. Really, really important with that guy is because traumatic brain injuries are real, and they can lead to all types of other problems, all kinds of health conditions, including they learned a long time ago now it can develop into bipolar disorder. And the bipolar disorder has all kinds of horrible side effects. And if you guys do some research on it, you'll see that. And so always remember that. Make sure those kids are protected. Make sure they're really, really protected before you basically put them into the ring or before you basically put them into a, a, an arena such as football in which they're going to be continually whacked inside upside the head. Also, in other news, new law in Washington state now is preventing police from chasing criminals. That's nice. Washington, a notoriously progressive state that is, is going to woke itself to death, has already had destructive reform policies that include no cash bail, defund the police, and decriminalization of hard drugs, has added a new progressive policing law that limits the situations in which the police, police officers can engage in vehicular pursuits of criminals. All vehicular pursuits require permission okay, from a commanding officer, and criminal suspects are calling 911 as they flee from police in order to report the officers for pursuing them. I'll repeat that. The guys who just robbed the bank, all right, they're calling 911 as they're being chased by the police so they can report the officers for pursuing them as far as breaking the law. <laughs> Criminals are calling the police on the police. The trend has spread to people who are pulled over for traffic stops. I mean, this is insanity. 
And now, mind you, I, I got to say this. Sometimes when a police officer is chasing somebody, let's say, let's say somebody's driving down the road and they're speeding. And they're 20 miles an hour of the speed limit. Let's say they're doing 90 and a 70, all right? But they're in a car that can handle it. There's no other traffic out there. The cop sees him. He hits the median. He's sliding sideways. He's throwing dirt. He's throwing grass. He's got oncoming traffic. He's trying to merge into it. He's creating a real traffic hazard, honestly. Now, if the guy's driving 150 miles an hour on the interstate or whatever or weaving in and out of traffic and be a complete and total nuisance on the highway and somebody has to stop him before he causes an accident, okay, I got that. But if a person's just speeding and basically now they're going to be chased and now that police officer is going to cause more damage and more danger than the person was who was speeding, it does make sense not to chase them. However, if a felony has occurred, somebody's robbed a bank or somebody has killed somebody or somebody has you know, attacked somebody or whatever, at that point in time, yeah, you really have to call in and the guys are really going to be able to call back to the 911 audio thing and say, hey, I'm being chased. He doesn't have permission. The law says he can't do this. I mean, this is so insane that these people think this is okay. And when I watch this, I just laugh. I remember I had a good friend of mine back in Tallahassee. This is 40 years ago. I'm not sure if he's alive or anymore. I, I don't know. His name was Dwayne Pickle. And he worked for the Tallahassee Police Department. And I'll never forget one time he told me, he said, it was either Lamborghini or Ferrari was coming through town, and, and, and basically they were speeding. They were 15, 20 miles an hour over the speed limit, and, and Dwayne said he flipped his lights on them to pull them over, and they hit, like, first gear, and they barked the tires and took off going through traffic to the red lights, and et cetera, ever, through downtown. And Dwayne said he just turned his lights off and turned his blinker on and just went somewhere else. He said he was not going to get involved in a high-speed collision. He said he wasn't going to do it. It wasn't worth it. Just let the guy chill out. So I have a problem with them not – allowing i have a problem with them allowing felons to, to do stuff and then call in on the person that's doing it but i really think more discretion needs to be used in high-speed pursuits i really really do i mean how many times have you seen somebody being chased by the police and finally it ends up in somebody getting killed somebody else getting killed massive injuries to a bunch of different people because the guy had done something wrong like he had basically not pulled over for a red light or not pulled over for a drop stop sign or whatever so I believe there needs to be some more discretion, and I believe some more teaching needs to go to these law enforcement officers, and they need to realize that. And a lot of cops now here in Florida, if they see a crotch rocket going down the road, they don't, they don't pull them if they're going too fast because they've learned if they – number one, they can't catch them. That's number one. And number two, they set up a problem where that person on that motorcycle has a really high probability of dying because of a traffic ticket. And so to me – that's something that needs to be reviewed. Also, what do you think about that? What do you, how do you feel about people chasing people for silly stuff? <laughs> well, you're spot on about it. I know one of my buddies is a sheriff. We've had this conversation in depth before because most of the individuals on the sheriff's department here in Polk County, they've pretty much kind of reformed that a lot. You know, if, you, if it's a traffic violation and basically somebody decides they want to flee because they don't want a ticket, you know, they're on a crotch rocket or they're in a Corvette and they, you know, drop two gears and clutch it and go. Um, it's pretty much up to the discretion of the officer. But majority of time now, it's it's like you said, it's not worth the potential loss of life from innocent bystanders because now you're chasing this guy at 150 miles an hour weaving in out traffic and like you said we've all seen the helicopter videos and the chase videos they pretty much always end up in a bad 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 wreck and usually it's fatalities and this just it is what it is but it's there's got to be some discretion and i've said this for the longest time i've always always been a proponent of requiring higher standards for law enforcement, but also massively increasing their pay. And here's what I mean by that. If you have somebody that wants to go be an officer, and but he's got to go to two to three years of schooling, 
basically like boot camp, you know, for 12 months and in order to be trained properly in all types of other aspects. But when he takes the job, he's going to start making, you know, 80, 90, hundred thousand dollars a year. You're going to have very, very high quality personnel that are in that position. A, they're not going to want to lose that position because they work too hard for it. B, they're making really good money now, and so they don't want to lose that position either, and they're going to handle themselves accordingly and have a lot of respect and pride in what they do. The problem is some of these law enforcement agencies, you look at some of these budgets in some of these cities, some of these counties, and it's, it's ludicrous how much money they blow in waste on some of the stupidest stuff, and yet they're still paying their officers, you know, like 35,000 a year. And you're like, well, no wonder you can't get any quality. I mean, nobody, I mean, nobody wants to deal with getting shot at for 35 grand a year. And I laughed as dad made that comment. That city's going to woke themselves to death. And uh, a lot of these States now, they're already turning into failed States. And you look at it, lenient crime, as far as lenient, you know, ability to control crime and basically no morals, no ethics, do whatever you want. And that's always what happens in society when you start letting everything go complete and totally chaotic. Also, too, Dad brought up yesterday an article about PayPal, and I find this kind of funny now. PayPal stocks, their shares have been going through the floor today. They've been free-falling. And uh, he brought up the article yesterday where PayPal basically got busted. because, And now they've tried to backtrack, like he said yesterday, where they pretty much said that they reserve the right to – take your money out of your account if you say something essentially they don't like. And what it was, the agreement stated, the sending, posting, or publication of any message, content, or materials that present a risk to user safety or well-being or contain misinformation. The policy then notes that what counts as misinformation in PayPal's sole discretion violating the policy, then PayPal could deduct $2,500 from the offending user's account. Now, they've backtracked this and said, well, that's not what that means. It was it was incorrect error that was put on that. No, it wasn't incorrect. PayPal and their HR departments, all the stuff. When you have a company that big and they're releasing terms and conditions, guys, you don't have somebody in the basement typing that up and he just sends it out there. You have attorneys proofread that thing dozens of times. They make sure everything That's is right. clean and it's clear and concise as it gets. With PayPal, are you joking me? This isn't some backwoods company selling you know spoons out of their garage this is paypal they didn't accidentally put that in there they specifically put that verbiage in that user agreement they just didn't expect anybody to read it and that's what happened and now everybody on social media has been talking about it to the point now paypal has actually been sending people emails that are trying to delete their account now and it says If the reason behind closing your account is the recent notice regarding the policy – this is a screenshot. This is a screenshot from PayPal, what somebody got when they tried to cancel their account. If the reason behind closing your account is the recent notice regarding the policy, a UAP notice recently went out in error that included incorrect information. PayPal is not finding people for misinformation. We are sorry for the confusion that this has caused leading you to close your account. Allow me to sincerely apologize for any inconvenience as we value you as a member. I would like to give you a one-time courtesy $15 worth of PayPal vouchers because we want to make sure that you stay with our PayPal family. Whoa, you don't talk about getting desperate? What happened was they didn't expect to get the backlash from this, and now all of a sudden you got their guys on the back end are going, what the heck did you guys just do? You did what in the, that apartment? You said you're going to take $2,500 and deduct it out of their PayPal account if they say something you don't like? 
yeah, you can retract that right now. By the way, give them a bribe, fifteen dollars, try to keep their account. That's how desperate PayPal is. But again, it shows you how communistic PayPal is, how far they're willing to go to try to control the narrative of people not being able to speak the truth. When you start having people tell you that they're going to fine you and steal money out of your account if you say something that they don't like, ooh, boy, we're, we're walking on thin ice with this, guys. This, I'm, I've never been a huge PayPal fan at all. You guys know that. The only time I've ever used it, it's like I think I've been linked up to my eBay account because I buy parts and stuff on eBay occasionally, and that's it. But I mean, I don't really do much with anything with PayPal. And I told you guys, I've had repeated, repeated customers ask me, and I'll say everybody again if you didn't hear me the first time. I know PayPal is very convenient when you can integrate it into an online platform as far as your checkout. I get that. It's all integrated and ties into it. The reason why I do not have PayPal on my website at all is a i'm not going to support them that's first but b i have had so many people that i know directly that i work directly with that has had paypal freeze their money for months pending an investigation not because they had some type of fraud i had a very good friend of mine who used to throw huge truck shows huge truck shows down here in florida out in daytona he was using PayPal to handle the tickets. So people would go online, register, and they would, his, PayPal was the sole primary checkout. So they were going in, and it got really popular. This one show, I think it was back in 2018, it blew up. I mean, it went viral on social media. People were traveling from all over the country to come down to Daytona for this big event in 2018. Well, PayPal deemed that he was having too much traffic and too much money coming in too fast, and they deemed it to be fraud because they said, well, you must be doing something illegal. We have to put your account under pending review now, and we have to decide to make sure that you're not doing anything bad. It's basically what they said to him in a nutshell. He had over $100,000 locked up by PayPal for three months. They froze his account. You know what they found after three months? Uh, we're sorry for any inconvenience. We have now reviewed everything, and we have found no fraud involved in this transactions. Your funds are now available to you. Three months they seized over $100,000 out of his account. So when I tell you I personally know PayPal will steal your money if they want to do it, I can tell you right now PayPal will steal your money if they want to do it. And they make sure those end user agreements and those terms and conditions are air tight with attorneys. So if you want to try to get your money back, you better open up your checkbook because you're probably going to spend 10 times more than what they took from you and attorney's fees and trying to go to court to get your money back. This is the issue when you start having the financial sector become the policeman of misinformation. It's bad enough that we see it on social media with Facebook and Instagram and all that. When you start having financial institutions tell you what they're going to deem as misinformation, this is a very, very dangerous precedent, my friends, that goes bad very, very quickly. So I encourage you, vote with your dollars. This is a, this is a very, very, very important time right now for people to no longer use PayPal. I mean, if you don't want to delete your account, use alternative means then. You know, because I know a lot of people have it for money or have it for this. Just disable it. Or don't use it. So start using, start using an alternative method. But I encourage you, be very cautious about who you're keeping your money with because this right here wasn't an accident. This wasn't a mistake. They didn't accidentally put incorrect information out of here. This is very intentional, very concise. You can read the terms and conditions. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting as well. The uh, 
another European Parliament member came on Twitter yesterday and blatantly said that this COVID vaccine is the biggest corruption scandal in the history of mankind. Milslav Kolovich of the European Parliament said the purchase of 4.5 billion doses of COVID-19 vaccines for 450 million EU residents is the biggest corruption scandal in the history of mankind. He did a big video. And apparently, there are a bunch of these boys in Europe are starting to wake up. They're getting really mad. He goes, 10 of us MEPs asked the question to present us, why have we ordered 45 million doses of a vaccine when there was absolutely no proof that it was effective and that it was not safe whatsoever for 450 million people? He goes on to say, imagine four and a half billion doses for 450 million people. Based on that calculation, every child newborn and adult should receive at least 10 doses of something that no one in the world except maybe two or three people actually know what it contains. It's all secrets. It's all protected patents. Don't think that any kind of government or European agency knows what's in this product. Nobody knows what's in it and nobody's telling you that. They approved this vaccine, the pharmaceutical product, based on the statements only by the pharmaceutical companies. They did not get any research of what was actually in this drug. The procurement of 45 billion products with the intention of injecting them into people without anyone knowing what's inside is surely the corruption affair in the history of mankind, not only in the history of the EU. Whoa, this guy's from Croatia. He's spitting it out there now. He's saying the same thing we've been saying. And he is right about that. I didn't even realize that. I mean, four and a half billion doses for 450 million people. I mean, but again, we knew when we started seeing what was happening with the money and the, the, the endless bills, the trillion dollar bills for the United States. That's why Fauci and all those guys jumped in Moderna. They were buying Moderna up when it was like $2 a share. All, everybody that knew what was happening was in these companies and Pfizer and Moderna and in these companies before they even – Anything was even released with COVID. They were told that. It was probably one of the biggest money laundering schemes we've ever seen. Massive, massive transfer wealth, trillions of dollars. Yep, again, here we are. And just to add insult to injury, now they're telling everybody that's getting sick all the time, well, you got long COVID. I can't, that just insults me so bad when I hear this now, and I'm reading these articles about it. I actually pulled up an article a minute ago while the head was talking, and this is another one from Fierce Healthcare. They are now saying nearly 24 million adults in the United States are currently being diagnosed with long COVID. Of those, two to four million are not working because of it, are now going on disability because of long COVID. Did you just hear what I said, guys? Two to four million people are going on disability now because of long COVID? Is, it, is it anybody else it's to take a rocket scientist to figure out the shots doing this? Apparently not. I guess just <laughs> we're just over here trying to just, you know, think about things a little bit differently than everybody else. But again, my friends, this is why it's so important. You get the truth out there as much as you can. I mean, PayPal's telling you if you say anything they don't like, they're going to steal your money. Well, what happens when I bring up the fact that the shot is not safe at all? Oh, sorry, we're stealing your money. You can't say that's misinformation. This is how it always works when society goes full communistic. You can't say anything about the regime. You can't speak anything that they don't approve of. This is always how it rolls in. That means it is our responsibility, our duty to say it even louder, the, louder than the lies. I have not watched a lot of the thing on um, Candace Owen released yesterday with the Black Lives Matter scandal that I called out from the very beginning, if you recall. And I got 
because I had like, eviscerated people. Was, Are you racist? You don't support Black Lives Matter. I said, I support everybody. I don't care what color your skin is. I said, but I definitely don't support a terroristic organization that's burning cities down. I don't care what color you are. And so, as I told you guys last week, I mean, it's it, it corrupt, saying $80 million they made in 2020. And what's interesting, Dad made a valid point when he's talking about the churches and the TV evangelist. I've always been a huge, huge proponent as well. Sticking and doing stuff as locally as you can, if not doing stuff directly with you is what you with what you can. What I'm saying is, like Dad donates with Mark Rutland with the Thai Girls specifically. Lan and I donate specific stuff to certain missions and missionaries and also food outreach and stuff. I like to do stuff that I know where exactly the money is directly going, right to it. I, mean, I, I, can, I can put it in the bucket and I can see where the pin drops because what happens is when you just start just frivolously giving money everywhere, and I'm not saying don't, don't tithe and don't do you know, basically your donations and support stuff like that. I'm not telling you, you do, what you, you do what you want to do with your own money. But what I'm saying is a lot of times when there's no accountability in some of these groups and organizations, fraud always comes about. I've just seen it a lot. When you start having just no open books and just open cash and all this money's coming in and you don't know where it goes and they don't know where it goes, of course, it's not going to be accounted for as efficiently as it could. So do what you can the best you can as far as helping people directly. I mean a lot of times what Lynn and I do every single year, we will go in and pick a family that we know that maybe you know we're acquaintance with or somebody at the church knows that's you know maybe having a rough time. You know they got kids and stuff, and we'll basically go and put together a huge Christmas basket for them. Get them a bunch of organic food. Get them a bunch of stuff for the kids. Get them you know some gift cards or something to Publix, and uh, just do something like that because I know directly where it's going and I know the people and I know that they can use that support. So like Dad said, make sure you know where the stuff's going. You start funneling thousands of dollars to TV evangelists. I've seen it right there with him. Some of the stuff these guys have and some of their lifestyles is insane, and they don't want anybody knowing where any of the money goes. So just be aware of that as well. Also, too, in other news, you want to know the real inflationary numbers in the market right now. PepsiCo, which you guys know is pretty much a CPI for many people in this country. I mean, price index. I mean, PepsiCo. They have now come out now, and they're saying that their overall prices have gone up. 17% 17% from the year prior. That was reported by the Wall Street Journal. The price hikes have helped the company raise its profit outlook and now shows their per earnings uh, per share earning growth is higher as well. Obviously, because their prices are going up, but 17%. That's how much they've gone up, which that right there shows you that's the true inflationary rate that we're, we're riding on right now. That's 17% year over year, which is enormous. <laughs> I mean that means I mean it's all, you know five years I mean we this is this is going to be interesting so again that means value your money accordingly on what you want to invest in be very very cautious I'm not giving any financial advice but be very careful over the next year on a lot of stuff that's going to be happening so there's going to be some very very big changes you're going to start seeing in the market I mean look like today I mean the market's going nuts with the release of this again. Now, gold, they're just shorting the heck out of gold right now, intentionally, which my thing is always buy the dip when it comes to metals. But that's just, again, my opinion. I'm not giving you advice on that. What do you think, that as far as with them shorting this gold, just almost week after week, they're just hammering the price of the gold down. Do you think they're trying to buy up physical right now? Of course. And what they're doing is they're, they're – they, everybody knows that we're in an inflationary spiral right now, inflationary. And, and, and commodities should be going through the roof, and gold should be mass, massively going through the roof. And they understand that, so they don't want – 
cash, which basically they need to flow into gold. That's why they that's why they shorted. They put naked shorts on, which means it has no bottom. So if they buy you know 100 million ounces of gold in one day through the central banks, they don't put a bottom on it. So if it goes down to 1600 or 1500 or 1400 dollars, they don't care. They don't care because they're not going to fulfill the contract in gold anyhow. They're going to fill it in funny money, and it's what they do. Now, when they used to require them to fill the commodities in the product itself, they couldn't do this nonsense. But now they can because they can short it out and pay it back in cash because the physical gold and physical silver simply doesn't exist to pay out these contracts. And so that's why they're doing it to try to make people think the inflation is not as bad as it is. It's just another one of their money magic, you know, you know, psychological psyop games that they're doing. That's all this is. Now I want to stop one second. I want to go back with what Austin said about tithing and giving and helping people. Now, let me share something because, you know, I always try to do a little bit of Bible stuff with you guys on every show now. Let me share something with you. This is important when I talk about this kind of stuff. The, the, the tithe that you have or the money that you're giving, let's say you have $100 and you want to give it to the church, right? And you don't know what church to give it to. That's really important that you know where the $100 goes because where you put it into is called the soil, and, you know, and what happens with soil is you can have thorny soil, you can have rocky soil, you can have shallow soil, you can have sandy soil, you have soil that basically produces a crop and soil that doesn't produce anything. The same thing is true with organizations that you give money to. You need to find out where the money is going. So you say, well, I, I really feel that God wants me to do this. Well, okay, that's all right. There's nothing wrong with it. If you feel the Holy Spirit's leading you to do something, it's a great idea to do it, but make sure you verify where the money is going to go because if you give it to a person – there was, a, there, was a, there was a preacher. Oh, gosh, I hate talking about this stuff. I'm not going to talk about it. But anyhow, it was, it was awful. And, he, he, and basically it was Rolls Royces and jets and multiple houses. And then and they found out the guy was basically a pedophile and going after the young boys. And I'm, it, was a, it was a disaster. He's dead now. I'm not going to mention any names. But the reality is, is that it never, it never ends with some of these people. That, that's bad soil when you give somebody like that money. All right. And, you know, and if, you, if you're looking for a, a seed time harvest in which you're sowing and reaping, we talked about this on prayer on Monday, you've got to make sure you put it in the good soil. That's why it's really, really important. Uh, that's why I said at the Bible study the other night, I said, well, I have a problem giving to churches that don't have open books, period, because I need to understand where the money is going. And, what, and here's the thing. If they're doing what they're supposed to do with the money, they don't care about having the open books. They really don't. If they're not doing what they're supposed to do with the money, then there's a problem. And if, if you publish the people's salaries and publish what they're doing, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. If a person's running a big nonprofit and they're you know, bringing in millions of dollars a year and they're making a few hundred thousand dollars and they're running and working 80 hours a week, whatever, who cares? But you know, guys, some of these guys are just bringing in hundreds of millions of dollars a year, hundreds of millions. And they're taking these exorbitant $15, $20 million salaries, and it's just they're supposed to be a nonprofit organization. That money should be getting poured back in. There's one big TV ministry out there in California. I'm not going to mention any names, but they, they kept two, three, four, five hundred million dollars in their slush fund all the time, and they wouldn't spend the money. And I remember the, the founder of that TV show one time got up on national TV, and he flipped everybody off because they weren't giving him money. He said, the reason you're not being blessed is you're not giving me money. He said that. I heard him. I heard him. My, from his mouth to my ears, the TV said, I just shook my head, turned the TV off, and said, who are these people? They're just nuts. So – when you when you when you support organizations like Health Masters, okay, you know you got good money going into good soil, and you know we're going to basically give you back either through really good products and really good, hopefully, radio and TV broadcasts that we do, and and really the you know, and our podcast. I mean that that's the really important people understand this. Is is we're trying to be reciprocal with everybody who's listening. Someone said to me the other day, they said, "Are you going to start?" 
charging people to listen to the show because a lot of people they do that now they charge you know like four or five or six or ten dollars per month in order to get the podcast in order to be able to hear it you have to pay like a membership fee and and my response was no i'm not going to do that because the people that listen to our show really 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 try to support us at least they're praying for us and they're getting their vitamins and their toothpaste etc from health masters and so we're trying to make a difference in their lives and they're reciprocating by making a difference in our life because guys listen to me the show costs money to produce it just does you know, we got to pay utilities, we got to pay salary, we got to do all that. So when you guys support Health Masters, you're able to do that. So thank you because we're really, really good soil. I, I just want to really encourage you guys to continue to support us. And I thank you for all these great letters you sent me too. I that one thing with the hand down here and the hand up here, I laughed so hard when I read that. It reminded me of that movie with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz when uh, he basically was a spy and she basically didn't know what was going on. And he goes, this is your life without me. And he puts his hand down real low. And he goes, this is your hand with me. And he puts his hand up real high. It reminded me of that movie. That's why I thought it was so funny. But thank you guys for your support. Oh, by the way, here's the thing I want to read you with Cohen Cannon Owens. She goes, earlier today, she learned, this is Cannon Owens, that Kanye West was officially kicked out of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. I was told that there was no official reason given. They sent this letter as well to confirm that he was until he has until late November to find another place to put his hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> because we are sending you this letter to confirm our recent discussion that J.P. Morgan Chase Bank has decided to end his banking relationship with Kanye West to provide the company with sufficient time to transition to another financial institution. We will continue to maintain the accounts, including all related products and services, until November 21st. To avoid any transaction delays, delays, we suggest you stop processing company transactions and or using products associated with accounts five business days before the scheduled closure. So this is from J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. Oh, by the way, J.P. Morgan, he was one of those clowns who worked for the Rothschild Banking Cartel who pushed the Federal Reserve Act into place. Oh, that's right. It's always the same people. Oh, have I heard that? Have you heard that before from me? That's always the same people? It's always the same people. And one more article I'll also finish up. Have we learned nothing? I covered this briefly yesterday. There are 40 new biochemical labs that are handling dangerous viruses that are being built around the world after the COVID pandemic with 15 in Russia alone. Again, this is like the movie Prometheus, and they're coming in. They're putting this stuff on our planet to see how uh, they can do these things and release these things and kind of use us as a Petri dish. And like Austin said, they've had eight mice in the last testing with this bivalent booster, and who knows if the mice made it or not. They probably all died too if there really were eight mice because they can fabricate anything they want to fabricate nowadays with the, with the bogus research that they do. Guys, I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. I love you. I really, really do, and I appreciate you too. And all of you folks that are lonely and you're missing people and you've lost your loved ones or you feel that this show is your lifeline to the reality of what's going on in the world, I want you to know something. I love you too. And when you send me these letters, I always pray for you individually, and I pray that God blesses you all, including all of our listeners, that he keeps you and he lets his face shine upon you and he's gracious upon you. And he grants you grace, mercy, peace, love, prosperity, companionship, a long life, and resolve to stand your ground. I love you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, th- thank you again for the continued support and getting the truth out there. I mean, forwarding the show, forwarding the articles. I mean, that's why you can go on the front page of the website and click show articles. We have all the stuff we talk about and links to it, and you can go there and try to make it as simple as possible. So I don't charge people for that or charge people for the show. I laugh at that said that because me and him have had the same conversation. That I've had repeatedly repeatedly people ask us like hey you know what you should you should start having a subscription i said why i said i want the truth out there i said i i i don't i don't want to have anybody not one single person that doesn't have the ability to get the truth because we have to make it louder than the lies 
This is where we're at, guys. We've got to get it out there. There is no option any longer. It's the the time to sit back and be relaxed and chill. Those times are gone. That was, you know, the, the 80s and 90s and stuff. And early 2000s, we are all kind of naive and asleep with a lot of stuff. It's not that time anymore. They're blatantly showing us. They're not trying to be covert anymore. No covert means. They're blatantly doing it in our face, and they're telling you, you can't say anything about what we're doing to you, or else we'll find you or take your money or try to basically censor you. I mean, this is what they've done now. So it's our responsibility, our duty to keep growing the truth. Because people, there's one thing about it that I have found now over the last two years. A lot of people have started to get a real eyeful wake-up call. I mean, I've told you before, I knew people that were very pro-vaccine. I mean, didn't question it, nothing, shoot the kids up. Shoot, they got shot up, shoot the kids up. Now, all of a sudden, they're like full spectrum other side, no shots at all, period. Because a lot of people got an eye opener with this COVID shot. We realized, well, if this is what they're doing with this, why in the world would they be honest and truthful about any of the other shots? It's the same FDA that approves these other shots, guys. Same manufacturer companies of Pfizer and GlaxoSmithKline that make these other shots that they're giving to these children. What possibly makes you think these people are even remotely trustworthy with what they're doing to us right now? The answer is they're not. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Don't don't be a sweet duck. If you see it happening, use discernment, use wisdom. It talks about in Proverbs, you know, a wise man sees calamity coming and prepares. You see something, okay, well, this, this isn't right. This isn't okay. Let me talk about it. Let's, let's brainstorm it. Let's bring it up. That's why I'm always very, very – I encourage people all the time to have an open microphone with people as far as when you talk to them. Have, have a conversation with them. You, know, you don't have to sit there and argue and be belligerent and scream and yell like the liberals like to do. They don't get their way, fall on the ground, and scream at the top of their lungs. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But that's always, the, that's always their last resort because when they, when they can't have any facts and they have nothing to rebuttal, then they just sit and scream and yell and pitch fit. And uh, it's interesting to see. Also, too, in other news, this is one last thing I thought was interesting was I've been seeing all these articles in Europe. You're talking about everybody's going to be getting ready to freeze over there. The electric bills are absolutely astronomical. Well, yesterday, Russian Energy Week. Putin gets up and basically says that they have numerous portions of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline that are still intact and that they can immediately turn on the fuel as soon as Germany needs it. So the ball's in the EU's court. And Germany said, no, we don't want your fuel. We basically would rather starve. Well, that's only the opinion of the few communists that are running the country. The rest of the citizens in Europe want some fuel. They need to be warm. This is so far-fetched to me, and I, I see what they're doing. I know why they're doing it, and it's troubling to me. So, again, don't believe the narrative they're always trying to pump out there. Like I said yesterday, we got a country that's smaller than Texas that is now dictating pretty much world nuclear policy now with the entire world, telling everybody else what they have to do. Lenzinski the other day, if you need to do a preemptive nuke attack on Russia, don't wait for them to do anything. I'm like, us. Oh, Big talk from a guy who drinks out of a baby bottle and wears a burp cloth. I mean, this kid's a joke. So, again, always question the narrative. When they keep telling you the same thing over and over and over again. And the thing that I always learn, this is something real succinctly. I'm going to close with this. Never listen to somebody that tells you how you have to think or what you have to think about. I tell you all the time on the show, do your own research. Come to your own conclusion. Here's my thoughts on it. This is my opinion on it. This is the facts that I've seen. Do your own research. Every time you notice mainstream media, 
there's always one narrative, mainly one narrative, one direction, one outlook, one mindset. That's the only thing you're allowed to. Anything else other than that is misinformation. That's when you know they're lying to you because they don't tell you, do your own research, come to your own conclusion. Here's the facts. Here's what we found. They don't do that. They say, this is what it is. This is what you have to believe. This is what you have to talk about. This is how you have to think. That's when you know they're trying to control your mind and control the narrative. Do not buy into it. Thank you again, my friends, for the support. Be sure to check out that kit that I put together, the Advanced Joint Therapeutic Kit. I've been running for the last couple months now. It's really helped up my knee. And uh, again, really, really big sale. Don't do this normally. I want to get this product out there because mom liked it so much. And uh, joint rebuilding, joint relief on sale. And we're throwing in a bottle of the hyaluronic acid oral formula completely for free. So be sure to check that out on the website. Like I said, that'll be a very, very limited time offer for anybody that's wanting to really get a hold of their joints right now and really keep them strong and healthy. I appreciate you guys so much. Keep up the fight. I'm right here with y'all. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.